we are in the mama's den and I got a lot of questions for the married for the married woman, which hey. is everybody besides my <laughs> Okay, I think my biggest question is, am I in a rush? Like, am, like, when do you give yourself, is there a time limit? No. You know, you're saying that you, Ashley, you're saying that you guys waited seven years yeah. before you got married. We lived together. Cody though. waited three Five months. Five minutes. Right. You know, it's like. How long did you guys wait, Melanie? What was the time from when you were dating to when you got married? Jared and I started dating in 2013. We got married in 2020. So it was like seven years. Well, okay, seven years. well, what about when he committed? I think married is, it's like dating, commitment. When he showed back up after yes. y'all broke up and it he was, said. It was 2000. So he showed up. We got back together because we took a six-month break. And when he showed back up, it was 2015. And I was pregnant six months later. Oh, wow. So. And you hey. were living together. We were no, we were living in different states. He was living oh, in Florida. Wow. I was living in LA. I found out I was pregnant while he was in the process of moving to LA. So oh wow, it kind of just divinely aligned right. in that in that way. But I will say it's like the rush, the, this this idea of time. Like you know, yeah. like, I feel like it's unnecessary pressure we put on ourselves yes. to experience to expect that it has to be a certain way at a certain time. Yeah. Like if I look at this relationship that we're we're in, like according to the standards of how my parents would have done it or whatever. Yeah. We did everything ass backwards. <laughs> sure. You know? We were together. We broke up. We got back together. We got pregnant. We had a baby. We got married five years later, you know? So yeah. it, it's not the way even I had envisioned it for myself at one point. So I think it, it, it definitely changes, but. Well, wait, I want to follow up to Felicia's yeah. question. Do you, are you in a rush or are you interested in getting married? Or are you interested in finding your person? Mm. Finding my person. Mm. Okay. Like the other person being like, okay, yes, we're going to commit and walk towards this goal right, together. Yeah. So I'm like, that's the part where it gets real tricky. I feel like, okay, if you meet someone, right, and you just really like them off the first date or something, and you're just trying to be like, okay, now where is this going? That, yeah. I feel like that's rushing. Yeah. If you're in a committed well, relationship with someone and you feel like you want more from it, whether that's children, whether it's to get married, invest in a property and you want to make sure yeah. that the person is just as committed as you are. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like that's a rush because you're trying to figure out where are you going? It's like, if you have a job, anything you invest in, if you have a goal or there, you want more out of it, you need to make sure that it's a secure investment. Right. And I think that's the problem that people make is that they do not think about that when they're committing with someone. A lot of times people partner with people in a rush. Yeah. But yeah. you thinking about it and you contemplating it and you considering it, that's already not rushing because okay. rushing would be just doing it. I think mm -hmm. rushing is sort of defined by are you sacrificing yourself? Right. Are you are you skipping over big questions or right. red flags because you want this thing? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't that doesn't sound like you at all. Yeah. No. You know? But I think it's interesting too because she's already done also a different type of progress in her life where she has kids already, yeah. Yeah. right? Like you have kids already. So it's not like you're rushing to get to this idea of a life of married with the husband and the kids. Like you have the kids already. Mm -hmm. So the companionship mm -hmm. and the partnership yeah. is what you, it sounds like you want. Yeah. That's why Chi and I waited seven years. Honestly, we had a baby after only dating for three months and we were living together. And I felt like, I just want to get to know you like mm -hmm. outside of being parents. And yeah. what does that mean? We didn't have a lot of time alone together. And for me, I did not want to get married. I just wanted to see, do we really connect? Do we bond? Like what is, what is our connection outside of being Amira's parents? Mm -hmm. And yeah, it took seven years because that's a lot of, we were 24. It took a lot of growing and really understanding who we were individually. And it's funny because it wasn't until all of my friends started getting married that I even thought like, 
well, why didn't he ask me to marry him? <laughs> you know, and then I started doubting myself. And I'm like, we're mm-hmm. fine. Like, yeah. there's nothing. He's not not committed to me. We live in the same home. We're committed to one another. Mm-hmm. There literally, mm-hmm. to me, is no difference in us being us dating than when we got married. The only difference is him calling me his wife. Mm-hmm. And, like, sad to say that me being an independent woman and blah, blah, blah. I love hearing that shit. That's it. Mm-hmm. I just like when he calls me his <laughs> wife, that shit I makes like me feel really good. Aww. It makes me feel like, I don't know, not powerful, but just, I don't know. It's just weird. And I never thought that I would feel like that. I felt so embarrassed. But like whenever he's like, this is my wife, I'm like, I am his <laughs> yeah, wife. Yeah. Same. Like, I love it. But, I was, but the thing is, I was already that. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. I was already, yeah. because people think well, you can get divorced. Yeah. People don't stay committed in marriages all the time. Like yeah, people cheat. Sure. So that a marriage is not solidifying your bond. It doesn't mean a man loves you more. It don't mean shit. Your marriage means, your relationship means what the two people make it mean. Like it's nice to say that that means more but it really doesn't because we all know that people do whatever the fuck they want whether they're married or not so I don't know I think that you <laughs> asking these questions is good but I don't think you're rushing if it's something you want you you have to date intentionally though yeah so I yes. want to know That's what it is yeah what about dating either the process or just not finding your person yet like what about it are you over just the like waiting around like I because because I know what I want yeah it's like oh I don't want to go on a date and that's okay my biggest thing is I get deep quick Mm -hmm. I want to like get to know the depths of someone Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm a very real authentic person so it's like let's just get past this little bullshit like it's okay if you fart in front of me it's okay if you take a shit (laughs) nice meeting you let's fart like Uh let's just get you know (laughs) you know I'm like it is okay (laughs) Mm -mm. so I just think that I'm ready for like a best friend a partner in that way you know yeah uh yeah so the fact that you have to like filter through it and sometimes, especially I feel like dating in LA is like, I don't know why, what are you here for? What are your intentions? Yeah. Like, are you full of shit? It's like having to sift through all that shit is yeah. really annoying. That is I, Listen, hard, I, I feel that because yeah. I already, like, oh I always said, I was like, if Jared and I didn't end up together, I'd have been, I'd have been the traveling rich auntie. That's Girl. what I, I was committed to being <laughs> that. Too. I was like, I have no problems just being that because these streets... I don't want any parts of the streets. Don't call me. <laughs> don't call me streets. No, I don't I'm want any part way. of the streets. Yeah. I always say that if Chi and I don't work out, I will never get married again and I will never be in a committed relationship again. I just might have little fuck buddies and travel the oh, world. Oh, Lord. No, I'm serious. I don't have the energy. Like, it, yeah, it, it, it's I, a I lot. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, because you are so intentional and you're very in tune with who you are. Yes. It makes it really hard for you to partner with other people because you can quickly see and feel the energy of people that just aren't there yet. And that's just yeah. exhausting because you already know know the road mm-hmm. that's going to take for them to get there you're like right, i'll wait for this girl no, but good. you know what i think i think too just as a person like you fee who's been on a journey of like mindfulness and intention like i just you just get to a place where you really realize my energy is mm. so important to me yep. and where i place that and who i give that to yeah. it has to feel reciprocated safe in valued you mm-hmm. know it, it, it's really an important thing and so it's like, why do it if it doesn't feel like that? Yeah. With yeah. anything yeah. at anyone at any time. And you mm-hmm. just get to a certain place. Like, we're not 21 years old, still trying to figure it out. Like, Girl. accomplish things, have done things, lived life, traveled, raising kids. Like, we don't have time. Yeah. We don't no. have time to be putting our energy into people or things that are not valuing what we bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So, you know what it is. But I mean, even through marriage, it's a journey. That's mm-hmm. what I was about to say. Even yeah. through marriage, it's a journey. Like, I can't say that 
Jared and I are in the same place. Although I, I don't feel like our relationship is that much different married than, than when we weren't married mm-hmm. because the majority of our relationship has been a committed family. And then we just made it legally on right. paper in the last you know six months. But our relationship in growing and valuing each other in different ways, that is a constant mm-hmm. that will like never change. So like once you find that person, it doesn't just like, yeah, I found it. And it right. all worked out. Yeah. yeah. Still yeah. a yeah. process. And see, I feel like I'm in a space where I understand that. And I'm like, okay, now I just, where's the person that I'm like, okay, we about to do this shit together. You ready? You ready? Okay, let's go. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, I'm not looking for perfection, but it's like somebody come grab my hand and let's walk the goddamn road. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, it's it's more of that. But I do feel, so because you are mindful, you're intentional about your life, that you have to just keep staying in line with that. Like, yeah. I think you have to have faith that you are going to find that person. So mm-hmm. you never accept anything less than and that's the scary part because you don't know is it this year is it next year but I do feel like that's coming for you like there's no way that's not you're manifesting all of the things that right. you want in your life I'm like you what just, is triggering this one so goddamn long because <laughs> listen people like Melanie said people have to grow in their marriages too yeah. you know yes. like a lot of times you might start with someone and you can move faster than they do and then you're waiting for your husband to catch up to you or mm-hmm. you know or your wife mm-hmm. or whoever you're married to you're waiting for your partner to be like meet me where I'm at yeah. so it that you know that's why I always tell people okay what if it takes you two more years and then you meet this perfect guy and then you're where you need to be it could be someone who's been married longer than you and yeah. it's like their partner just now met him where they are too so it's gonna it's a consistent journey honestly mm-hmm. it's better for you because at least you know like when you meet them they'll be where or when you're together they'll be where you, you need to be and you don't have to wait through that process like when you get married you're already both where you need to be it's just hard especially when you date someone when you're younger too and you try to grow together because you just grow differently and you're not the yeah. same person when you're 20 30 35 40 and not just age but the experiences that you yes. go yeah. through yeah you know like having kids i mean obviously actually you guys had kids and then got together essentially like you yeah, were dating basically. yeah but like the journey of be- thinking you're grown and having <laughs> a job or whatever you have and then like you get married and then you have kids and your life changes because it's like oh what is my new yeah what is my new self as a mom? And mm-hmm. you know, right. my body has changed and everything is adjusted. And so now I'm growing in a different way than he's growing. We might both be parents, but we're experiencing parenting in different ways through different lenses as man, as woman, as person from Philly who grew up without parent, you know, without his dad. You know, we're bringing all of that in. That's just me and Tommy, but we're bringing all of that in and we're changing and we're evolving and not necessarily, as Ashley said, at the same pace. Yeah. We're in the same ways. And so then it's that regroup. I have a question in, in it's, it's for everyone, for single, for married, because personally, I think for me, the way I've learned to love or be in a partnership has changed mm-hmm. from when I was younger sure. yeah. to when I even met Jared in my 30s. So I find that what I've been able to do more now is surrender yeah. to not trying to control the outcome yeah. or to control someone else's response or, you know, try to like persuade or dictate how I want things to go yeah. as opposed to just letting it be what it is and having the faith and the belief that as long as I'm intentionally moving in the direction of the things that I want for myself, mm-hmm. it will be that. But I find that that's the way I approached our relationship when we were dating. But I find that I still thankfully have that in our marriage yeah. because things that I would trip off of from before, like want to nitpick and go at and just now 
and I don't know if it's just age, I'm tired, I got kids, I got other shit to worry about. Like, I just don't know. Like, now I'm just kind of like, all right, like, whatever. I release yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to fight over this. I'm not going to make this a point to dig my feet in the sand at this point. Like, we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the way I feel like our relationship got to this place. Do you guys feel like you have experienced that in certain ways? I, I was actually telling my therapist this, is that I feel like I'm I'm catching things faster now. Mm-hmm. Like before I yeah. would try to like force mm-hmm. something for a long time, like like let's say it's years, but now I can catch it a lot quicker. Like in, instead of six years, it's six months or yeah. six weeks. But the I, I think I'm trying to get better at the releasing of and releasing and whatever it is, it comes back. But I'm like, but it's just something about the love life that there's <laughs> there's something there that yeah. I, that's just not. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like that there's a clear difference in how I responded to Chia the first three or four years of our relationship versus now. Mm-hmm. I also realized that that was rooted in my insecurities. The way mm-hmm. I responded to him had everything to do with my past relationship, had mm-hmm. nothing to do with him. The way I engaged with him had everything to do with my relationship with my father, had nothing to do with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And so I think because I went to therapy, because I'm more self-aware and I've consistently looking at myself, the way I, I, I'm, I'm like that now with him, right? Like I just release a lot of stuff. We don't argue very mm-hmm. often at all, but it's mostly because I just don't care. Mm-hmm. But then also I, I worry about that sometimes too, because I'm like, I don't want to get to a point where I'm just like tuned out to have peace. But I think that I have children. Like you said, I don't have time to worry about what she is doing. Mm. I have time to parent him. <laughs> like, that's just not, I, I used to be like, why'd you do this? Or why'd you say that? Or everything he said, I had a response for, mm. you need to do this better. It's also about me taking my, I took all my joy as my responsibility. That's the difference. When we first started dating, I really wanted him to make me happy and do all of these things. Mm-hmm. And then I realized like he literally can't. That's not his job. So yeah, right. if I want something, I purchase it for myself. If I want my birthday to be a some, mm-hmm. certain way, I plan it myself. It's just because I don't even want to give him the opportunity to disappoint me. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's bad. I don't know. But I just feel like if I just set things up the way I need them to be and something that really means something to me, I just do it myself because it's just better that way. It releases him of all this pressure because yeah. yeah. he's never going to be able to do it the way I want anyway. And then I just allow myself that he can just be my husband. You can just be a good dad. Like those are the things that you're great at. You're really great at loving me. You're really great at being a good dad. He's just, there's certain things that he doesn't do that used to bother me that I just took the responsibility of. Hmm. Now I don't have that worry anymore. Yeah. You know, just but it's pay also, for the damn birthday party. I'm right. But it's also about what's <laughs> important it. to you though. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. if it was really important for me to, for him to be a certain type of partner and he wasn't, then that's not something I'm just going to let go. Yeah. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? Well, I was going to say, you were saying, I don't know if that's a bad thing. It's only bad if you become resentful for it. Mm-hmm. If you're right. like, I'm yeah. cool to plan this and then no, whatever. I, I don't even care. I'll, I'll let that go. That's, yeah. that's, I think all, life is about figuring out what we're comfortable with right. and, yes. and truly knowing that we're actually comfortable with it right. as opposed to just like, fine, I'm just going to take this on and then right. five years yeah. later, I hate you. You know, I totally understand that. And for me, I've certainly gotten to a place where I'm much more understanding and thus accepting mm-hmm. of all the things that he does that I think are crazy right. or annoying or, or you know, where I feel like I might have to parent him. But mm-hmm. like, I don't have time for that. And so I know I've gotten to a better space with that. Yeah. Um, our biggest challenge for me is just like the way we communicate with each other. Yeah. Like that's the constant thing that has to be worked on. Yeah. That's hard though. Yes, girl. Commu- communication is is I know is it's communication is key. <laughs> it really it girl. really is. Yeah. Like and I also think that communication is like maintenance for your 
car. Yeah. Like yeah. we yeah. should, you know, we take our cars for oil changes, brake checkups, all these things because yeah. you just don't want to wait till it runs into the ground. And then you're like, Oh shit, I got to pay a million dollars to get this right. shit fixed. Mm-hmm. Like, so I feel like that's what the maintenance of the work is in yeah. the relationship. So you, so the car doesn't crash. Mm-hmm. You know? It's hard so to you, when you communicate differently. And communication, yeah. right. Yes. It's nuanced. It's, it's nuanced. not ignoring yeah. the yes. fact that like, okay, I'm, we're talking. So we're communicating. Right. Okay. But your face is saying something that your mouth is not. Yeah. Right. So, Guilty. Or your actions. You can't ignore that. You have right. to yeah. like be able to articulate it. You have to be able to be called on it and then say, okay, okay, this is what I was right. really yep. thinking. Yep. Like you also have to know when to bring something up versus not. Yeah. But it's also like, okay, it's going to bother me. So I can't not bring it up Uh but I know it's probably better for me to bring it up tomorrow after lunch as opposed to now before bedtime whatever the thing is absolutely and I think that's the journey yes it is and it is so funny because I'm thinking like people are like oh my god she is the best dad ever and I'm like that's so funny I'm not trying to take credit from him but I kind of he said it the other day and if he was here he would tell you like I helped him become that way because yeah, sure. for me I was like listen well, welcome to being a woman oh, right, right, right. I'm like oh yeah we set it <laughs> all up damn it <laughs> and I'm like I taught him how to do the hair but anyway <laughs> I, taught him, I said listen you're gonna help me do their hair you need to learn about periods I'm not doing all this shit myself <laughs> Like, I'm just not. Right, and, yeah. and I told him, too, like, even when, like, this was one of our bigger arguments because when Amira was in ballet, I took her all the time and he didn't want to come. And magically, he had to work. Then when she was doing karate, something that he, <laughs> he liked. was available. Oh, he's the, the, the women at the dojo be like, I, I never came. And they, I would come and I'm like, oh, my God, your husband's so amazing. And he just brings her and he sits here. And none of the other dads do that. And I'm like, he didn't do that shit when she was doing ballet either. Like, what are you talking about? So I had to talk to him like, you can't just show up for the things that you like mm-hmm. and you can't just be the best dad for the things that you like. Like you have to do that. That's, that's my non-negotiable that mm-hmm. you will be this dad all the time, mm-hmm. no matter what activity they're doing, no matter what's happening in their life. <laughs> She's period. So funny, huh? Honey. She run a tight ship. No, no she okay. does. But also give him all the head and all the sex and all the other things. She does. She does. Okay. You want to get right. a sex swing for right. Christmas? I mean, she buys me sex toys for our anniversaries and, and stuff. Okay. Not flowers. I get like, vibrators and shit so that's fine if sex is important to him and you showing the fuck up and helping me with these kids is important to me like everybody has yeah exactly but that's the thing you have to figure out what your non-negotiables are Mm -hmm. and what's important to you then all the other shit you don't want to plan things fine i can do that i'll pay for that he doesn't plan listen if it was up to chia and we went on family trips he would be having me fly in like spirit airline we'd be staying in a hilton i'm not even a hilton i'm sorry like whatever holiday he's just like i don't want to call him cheap he's very frugal and I'm not like that so we know like that's not gonna work for me so I plan our trips I do all of these things that people would think like oh your husband does that Mm -hmm. no not not at all but then I don't have to cook breakfast I haven't cooked breakfast for my kids in almost two three years Mm -hmm. he wakes up early with them he makes their breakfast he takes them on walks I'm a bad mom for the park I don't like parks not a park mom he takes him to the park. I take swings and shit. I don't like doing that stuff. Uh, it's too much. It, it I thought it's I was the exhausting. only one. I was like, I hate this yeah, shit. Yeah, the park is exhausting. Yeah, and he Oof. takes them and it's fine. And the then, sand. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I hate the sand. That's another like podcast outside. episode. Like, I don't want to do that. But we understand, <laughs> I think when you release these expectations of one another of like being perfect and you really start to ask yourself like what is really important to me yes like what really matters like okay i need you to fulfill those things everything else like i'll figure that out and and, but see and this is my thing it's like there's so much that i do for myself yeah that i'm like all i'm asking you to do is like hold me and cuddle me and kiss me i'm like you that's simple i'm like y'all got it pretty easy but you know what it's never that easy right Right. you know like because like who's to say that you get that and then also like okay you ever see what's that movie called um oh god uh 
is it I can do bad? No. What no. Yeah, I can do bad all by myself. myself? No, what it's not. I can do. B- it's the one um, with Taraji P Henson. No, no, no. Think like a man. Think is it think like a man? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Think yeah. like a man. Okay, girl, and I was gonna say I'm not winning this game. No. Because <laughs> I can so do bad later. all by myself. It does have Taraji? That's why I was confused. No, no, no. <laughs> Talk to think, evil. Think like a man is the is the one where there's like a very high powered executive woman yeah. and, yeah. Yeah. and she wants it's a Taraji. Yeah, that's right. So she wants somebody who's the same. Yeah. But then like. Michael Ely is, is like the guy chef, with the dream. Right? He's a chef. And she's yeah. just like, you don't make no money. And she really just looks, she's like, but then in the end, what she really wants is somebody who's going to love her and be right. a partner to her. Right. Right. And it's so interesting because we always think like it. what it is that we want, what we need. And it changes, Girl. you know, like, and you know, we hear these things to soulmates and stuff. Yeah. I, as spiritual as I am, I personally don't believe that your soulmate is the be all and end all of your partnership mm-hmm. oh. because your soulmate may be someone who comes to teach you something. Yeah. Oh, that's right. True. I personally believe that Jared is my twin flame. I personally believe twin that what flames. he is, is a mirror to me. Yes. That allows me to see myself. Where's this book? You don't know that about twin no, flames? No, I don't. Oh, oh. yeah. Later, honey. Yes. Okay. You know? Yeah. And that's, I, I, that's I also thing. believe, have you heard that there, that you get three soulmates in a lifetime? Oh, I've yeah. heard that. Yes. One I mean, like leads you, like teaches you something and then they leave and then it's, you have to read it. But I believe in that. Yeah. But I felt like my sister was my soulmate. Yes. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like a, yeah, a relationship in that, that, a romantic You meet people who just teach you so much about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That you that you become like a better, greater person. You also understand love in a very deep way. And it yeah. doesn't have, it could be a mom, a dad, a sister, brother, it friend. It comes in so many yeah. forms. And I, and I've definitely dated people or someone who has loved me so greatly, so deeply, but I knew they weren't the person yeah. that I wanted to spend the rest of my life mm-hmm. with. That's hard. And that was a hard thing because yeah. I was like, this person literally is perfect in every regard, yeah. but they're not perfect for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And recently, um, my homegirl, Shan Booty, she she broke it down very simply into this triangle and she says, there's um, the triangle of things that need to be checked off. It's it, it's it's so important that you might have like two of these components and then, or mm-hmm. you don't have, or you have one or like, not enough, but really the perfect thing kind of in all perfect sense is when all three are met. Mm. And oh. it, it changed, you know, it's different for everybody. And I thought it was so well put. It was so just concise and to the point because it really helped me, I think, when I look back on my journey of how I've gotten to this place of being like, yes, these were the things that had to be checked for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, again, it's, it's just different for everybody. Some people just want companionship. Yeah. Some people want somebody to build a business with. Some people want somebody to just have a family life with. Like it's all, it's so subjective, I think, for everybody. So say all three. I'm sorry. Commitment, passion, and companionship. Yes. 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 Mm, Yes. Okay. Those are the three. Okay. I see I'm missing one corner. (laughs) What's what's your corner? Commitment. Well, I am not. Yeah, the person I am dating is—it's that corner is but missing, and it really bothers who are me. In commitment, and they're missing the passion. Yeah, mm. no, I'm not doing it. I've or been there before. Companionship. Mm. Yeah, no. it's, yeah. it's hard to get all three. So, can you find? Are you saying that you can't? You need to find someone that fulfills all three, no. or it's best two ones are the most important I, to you. Personally, for me, all three needed to be checked. Uh, but I believe that some people just need two, okay. depending on who they are and what it is that they want. Like they just might need. You know, some people don't want to be in a committed relationship, you know, yeah. but they have like the I passion at the same and the companionship. Time. Sure. No, no, yeah. I don't think I don't necessarily think it's the I passion. It'd be like, hmm. I think that having all three at Since the same the lady time has sex every five minutes and sex Girl. to me aren't the same thing. Well, you know, it's weird when I think of passion, I think more of like of him 
being more attentive to me. Mm-hmm. So like uh, sometimes we can go the whole day seeing each other, but like we don't even hug or something. And I'll be like, you didn't even hug me today. Mm. So that to me is passion. Not sex. Uh, you know, you know, I'm just like, I do. But passion can sex. be different. Like, <laughs> you know, I remember dating a guy who was so amazing. He had his shit together. We were young too. Like, but he was like the guy he worked. We were in college sweethearts. We were, the, but I, t- I remember telling him that I didn't feel like he had passion. Mm. And it wasn't from a sexual standpoint or anything. Right. It was like passion for life. Like, yeah. where is that yeah. thing? Yes. I would yes. say each of those words actually comes with quite a few definitions. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe except commitment. That one's pretty clear. Yeah. But I would argue <laughs> that companionship and passion come in different forms for different people. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's why I say like, you know, if you use that model, you just kind of think what are the most important things to you? You know, like what, what is it? But you said, it's like, you are looking for commitment. I'm looking for all three of those. Right. Yes. Absolutely. I don't blame you. I need all those damn corners. But I, but I do my corner. (laughs) Where's my corner? This is the only corner I want to be in. Okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, But I think, no, but I think it's really important to have that and then to know that. And then whoever it is that you're dating and whoever it is that you're sharing your time with understands that. Yeah. Cause I think too, as women, we get put in this place where we have to be tiptoeing around what we need to say, what we want. Cause we don't want to scare somebody off. It's like, Tip-toeing no boo. Marble floor. I'm okay <laughs> being by myself. Yeah. But if you're going to be around, you got to know that this is what I'm looking for mm-hmm. from somebody being around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, no, I, we should never feel, you know, terrified or hesitant to have to state our intentions. Like that's, that's just rooted in us. Uh, not believing that we're deserving of what we ask for. Yeah. That's all that is, you know, mm-hmm. just in all areas of life, people do it at work. You know, it's not just with your parents, with people, when you feel like, you know, there's something missing or, you know, you need something from a relationship. You don't ask for it. It's because you truly believe that you aren't going to get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and because if you, be, you know, mm-hmm. if I thought Cody was going to give me $10,000, I would ask her for it. I would, if I could, I want that for us. This is a podcast, but if you've seen, me too. if you've seen Ashley's <laughs> eyes go over the microphone, like pause, for the response. No, okay, cool. <laughs> this is but a specific number. Way, but that's what I'm saying. But you don't ask, you typically don't ask people for things that you know aren't going to give them to you. You get frustrated with people that you know can give it to yeah. you, like mm-hmm. the person you're speaking of, but they just aren't. And that's a, that's a whole different thing mm-hmm. than someone, because my dad was like, I'll never tell you yes if I can't do mm-hmm. it. And that's why I'm so like, against people lying or giving people false hope and that's one of the things that I just base my life off of because my dad never sent me on a mission he'd be like no I'm not coming to get you yeah no I'm not gonna do it no and that would hurt my feelings but at least I never you was knew like what expecting it was. something yeah. that wasn't coming right that's yeah that's that's more like traumatic and, and yeah. here's I think the nuance of relationships and this may just partly be me so <laughs> you know we're talking about Felicia and and we we did say that you're dating someone um so I'm, I don't, I'm not trying to out no additional information but that commitment was the the part of the triangle for you that's missing and I think that oftentimes or sometimes folks find themselves in relationships, even marriage, mm-hmm. where hmm. the things that we need, we think we have. Mm. And then, you know, people have all kinds of blocks. People have their trauma. People yeah. have their their places where they show up as best they can. But then, you know, I would say, again, commitment is that one that's like, come on, we got to be we got to have that. Yeah. But that part of the work of marriage is sometimes realizing that something you need or something you think your partner can provide, they either can't Mm. or they're not because of their own walls. And, and the work is like, how much do I set my boundaries to say, you've got to give this or giving them grace. How long do you give them grace? That's, yes, I know. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, you're dating. And this is your question, right? I'm, 
six years into marriage and there's certainly things yeah. that like we look up and it's like I know that you're not doing this because yeah it wasn't provided to you as a child or mm-hmm. because you know and and that's the constant thing for me mm-hmm. is how much do how much do I give grace and patience yeah and understanding and how much am I hurting myself when I do it mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I don't have, an, I wish yeah. I had don't have an answer. That. I don't either. Yeah. It just can't be at the expense of your happiness. Yeah, that's I what I was going I think that that's, say. that's what it is, huh? Yeah. It's like when I'm compromising too much yeah. of what it is that I want, yeah. like like I think I started to look up and I'm like, wait, I'm bending a lot on my shit, but are you bending on anything with mine? Yeah. Like with what I'm telling you? Yeah. And I think that that's where it's kind of like, hmm. Yeah. You yeah. just press the pause button yeah. on this. Push pause. And that's good. Melanie. It's good to know that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. to identify those that things now. Pull a Melanie. Pull Melanie. Oh yeah, I've been. I, I shared this before. Like, she said, "Oh yeah." No, yes. <laughs> she <laughs> said, "Baby, she baby nails." We no, I, I just, for a bit. and it was so interesting because when Jared and I did take our break after dating for over a year, you know, I released him with such a with such a grace that so I. So how did you do it? I need to know. Okay. What did you say exactly? What did you say? Can you send it to me in an email? So let me tell you. So what happened was is that we were we were dating and I remember like I was at his house and I remember I had to leave his house to go to a studio session which was like in New Jersey not far from where he was living and I remember I went into the session and it was almost like I just had this revelation where I was just like this is not it. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It's just not it. Mm-hmm. And I came back to his house right after that session and we looked at each other and we just both looked at each other and I was like, we, we got to talk. And he's like, I know. Oh, wow. And yeah. we, we had just known it because he knew that like I was looking at him for a little while. Are we doing this? Are we doing this? And even though we were doing it, I know we weren't doing it at our highest potential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You knew he was holding back. I knew he was holding back. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with other women. It had nothing to do with, you know, us and our not having yeah, yeah, chemistry yeah. and yeah. passion. Yeah. It was his own shit, his own blockages, his mm-hmm. own questions he had never answered for himself. Mm-hmm. So we just looked at each other and knew it was time to take some time. Mm-hmm. And... Like never before, I released him with love. There was no animosity. He ended up taking a job out of state and moving. I helped him pack on the last night. I was the last person he saw as he went off. And I told him, do not call me. Like, how did you say do not I, call I me? Said, Girl, don't call me. I, I said, <laughs> but, I, but that's the thing. There's a difference with you saying, and don't ever call me again. Yeah. Versus, hey, look, we're making the decision to do this. I need to have my space to do oh, this. And so do that's you. That's very loving. So please don't call me. Please don't check on me. I will be fine. We don't have to talk about the weather. This is not ending on a bad term, even though this is not what I or either of us would have liked it to be. But we, please don't call. Mm -hmm. Like, just please go. And do not call until you are sure that this is where you need to be. And you know what you want for your life. It's not even for me. It was also for me saying, I love this person so much. Go and find. Exactly. If it's not me, Go and find whatever it is that you need to find mm-hmm. for yourself. That could be somebody else. And the thought of that was painful. But then also the thought of that for me was if you go find someone else and that means there's someone else for me. Right. Period. Yeah. So let yeah. me create the space for this to reveal what it is. Mm-hmm. And six months later, he came back with such, such passion, such intention, such growth, such 
he was grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had seen the change in him without even being a part of it and knowing that I didn't have to facilitate and hold his hand through yeah. it. Yeah. Knowing that he took the initiative to do the work and knew I this was not like about no This is like so romantic to me. Like, I love it. On, can we write that movie? I love like, it. Come yeah. back, you know, come like, re- don't show up unless you're ready to show up. You need to write a movie. I said we we because uh, a me? lot of people that are dating, we feel like this, you know. Yeah. That's why I'm like, that's tell me more. So how? But that's why. But that's why I think like yeah. the concept of the surrender is to really, really commit to the idea that we are not here to control yeah. everything. We are not here to control the outcome. The outcome will be what it's going to be yeah. if you're living in your intention. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like you do that already. So I feel like when you can surrender, and it's interesting that you say that the love for you is the one area of your life where it's just like, why can't I? It's there to teach you something. Yeah. It's there to teach you something so great. And I feel like that's where our, wherever our greatest struggles come from. And that's why I always say, like back to I said, he's my twin flame. Because I looked at him and I was like, you want patience? You want grace? You're going to have to show it. Yeah. Yeah. You already know that that's what I was going to say. You already know. You just, maybe that is the lesson you, God is kind of, kind yeah. of reminding you to continue to listen to yourself why do you have the success with your career because you listen to yourself why yeah. were you able to work out and get the goals that you wanted because you listen to yourself why are you the type of mother that you are because you listen to yourself so maybe the lesson is like i'm you know <laughs> i i'm one of these people who believe that when you are like getting to your greatest self that god sometimes or the universe whatever you want to call it does these little things just to see like are you really there yeah yeah yep, yep. ultimate mm-hmm. blessing like i'm gonna test you one more time girl and i feel like this might be it like okay you show me that you listen and that you follow through but like are you doing it with your love life too like in all mm-hmm. areas so the same way if a if you were working with somebody and they were printing your clothes and that shit wasn't working out and you it doesn't matter if you were with two years you know you'd be like i'm about to find somebody else like Period. you're not about to have my shit looking crazy <laughs> you would do that so you got to do that with your life like you may be doing all these things that mm -hmm. i want and but you're not where you Mm. need to be so Mm. i'm gonna release you is it trust it's trusting yourself yeah Yeah. it's trusting yourself it's trusting that you Mm. the things that you believe that you want for yourself will come you have to believe that and when you believe that you don't accept anything less than that but i also understand too that it's hard when you see it in somebody because I too saw that. Right. Yeah. Like but I yeah. but I had it. to release right. him knowing and I was just like Because it wasn't you saw it, but it wasn't being presented mm-hmm. to you. And that's different. That's different. Yeah. He needed to see it. Yeah. 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 He needed to see it. It didn't have to come from me telling him because he knew, but he needed to trust himself as much as I needed to trust myself. Mm. Yeah. And it could it it wasn't the codependency of us being like, You got me, I got you. It's like, right. no, I got me. You need to get you so we can be together. Period. Right. Yeah. Period. And and yeah. be okay as Melanie was with that not being the outcome. The outcome. Yeah. Um <laughs> I see you, Ashley. What did you hear that? Yeah, it's yeah. like a strange bird out there. <laughs> I gotta pee, y'all. Um, oh, yes. Okay. So I, I think <laughs> listen, dating and marriage, there's a lot of there's a lot that doesn't change, you know? And I think the biggest lesson that I'm taking away is boundaries. Yes. Yeah. Knowing yourself, yes. trusting yourself, yes. and clearly communicating what your boundaries are and what you need. Yep. So that's the mama's den. That's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's on Black Jesus. In the, in the mama's den. <laughs> I still don't know where that, that saying came from. I you really didn't really? see the guy get well, out the car. We'll, we'll okay, show you. We'll show you. Where the money resides. Where the money resides. Oh, yeah, where the money resides. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. All right, that's oh, the mama's den. If you love the podcast, follow us, like us, rate us, leave a comment, tell us what you want us to talk about. And we'll be back next Ooh. week. Peace. Bye. Bye.